Why is it that women have so much pressure being applied to them when it comes to their bodies and their personal sex lives? I mean, think about it. From a young age, girls are told to act and dress a certain way to fit this image of being a lady. If you find out a young adolescent boy had sex, it's like, woohoo, big fucking deal, you go. But then it's shame the same age adolescent girl. I really feel like this carries into adulthood. If a man has sex with a woman on the first night, he's the man. His friends applaud him. He did something right. But once again, shame on the woman. For some men, having sex with them too quickly removes you from being wifey material. They may sex shame you and label you as easy, a hoe, a woman who doesn't value her body, etc., etc., etc. The name calling, as we all know, can go on and on. So, why are people, men and women included, so quickly to shame a lady for having confidence and control of her own damn body? Is it an age thing? Is it about insecurity and control from the view of a man? Well, this week I have special guest Devin the Ripper on the show to discuss his thoughts on women having sex on the first date, and he even gives his definition of what he thinks a hoe is. a podcast series that discusses the magical world of dating and relationships as a millennial. Each episode, I share my perspective on dating rules, stigmas, and trending topics surrounding love and love lost. Hello, loves. Help me welcome this week's special guest, rapper Devin the Ripper to Tariscope. Thanks for having me. So, Devin the Ripper is a Maryland native who now resides in Southeast D.C.? Yes. Okay. Southside. Southside. So, what made you move, I guess, from, like, Maryland to live actually in D.C. in the city? That's where all my roots are. That's where my father was born and raised. We own property out there. And my family, they're very deeply rooted into the culture in the city. I'll just say that. Okay. Okay. So, I heard through the grapevine. That you just dropped a new EP yeah. entitled, I Am Who I Say I Am. Yes. Okay. And so just give me a quick synopsis of what inspired this EP. And you can only choose one song. What's your favorite track? My favorite track is all of them. To be honest with you. <laughs> you I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just be real. It's all of them. But if I had to choose, I would say Hustle Season 2. Um, what inspired me, the first one... My debut album, I was very vulnerable and talking about, you know, trauma and everything. But this one, I wanted to talk my shit, get in my bag and let niggas know that I can rap and I'm coming for them. Okay. That's why I am who I say I am. I am who the fuck I say I am. So, yeah, my favorite track on there is Hustle Season 2. Okay, I like that. We're going to double back because I actually like that song. And I have oh. something about that, like something you said in that actual song that I want to actually double back to. Okay. But for any listeners who are new to your brand and your music, what would you say is your style of rap or what artists or era kind of influences your sound? My style of rap is storytelling. Okay. I tell stories, reality rap. I don't do no capping in my rap. <laughs> I keep it real. And what inspired me is three people, Tupac, Nas, and Nipsey. Tupac more so my childhood, he who I idolized as a child. Okay. Nas is the person who made me fall in love with rap, okay. and Nipsey made me want to rap. Those are three really great 
influences. Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting those three from you. Who was you thinking? I don't know, but it wasn't those three. If you had like, to pick I, one. I can get Nip- Nipsey, I see that. Uh-huh. I wasn't expecting Nas. Really? I think that one really kind of threw me off a little bit. Okay. But I listen to your music, I can see it, but I guess I don't know. I was, I think on one song, you kind of reference Rick Ross. I thought maybe that he might be in there a little bit. Yeah, he in there. But For that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I like those are really three good ones. Okay. Um, and so another thing I like about your EP is you didn't do a whole bunch of woman bashing. Mm-mm. And so for me, sometimes it's so important to listen to an artist, especially a male rapper, and not feel like I'm being disrespected every single fucking song. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, yeah, I get it sometimes, you know, these hoes ain't loyal. Cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to sit here and like really just be taking all this insult. Yeah. <laughs> all these insults just because you want to rap. Right, right. <laughs> well, you know, we have an outlet to express ourselves. Some and people want to do that, you know. And it's it's a balance so I think right. you had a good little balance like you said you did talk some shit yeah and yeah. especially in Hustle Season 2 you said some shit okay you know what part I'm talking about well no nah, what part <laughs> it was like I had three women oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's no cap you go know what's the bar I got three women in the DMV <laughs> My DC girl a vicious young and VA girl a pretty joint. My PG girl a bougie one. You know, that's Prince George's County, you know. They do it all. They cook, clean, and iron all the nigga clothes. Easy staying balanced when you giving each of them a roll. <laughs> you know? It's fun. It was funny, though. I liked it. You know, I ain't afraid to have fun. <laughs> so, yeah, that was one that really caught my ear. I'm like, oh, snap. I had to play it back. I'm just like, okay, you talking some shit. Yeah, you know, hey. like, you know, what did you think? And then um, the intro, mm-hmm. you said something about your gangster passion. She drinking. Uh-huh. She sipping on my gangster passion. I was just like. That's a, um, that's a whole monster Tupac. Oh, it is. Yeah, um, realest nigga with the greatest hell your bitch drinking gangster passion. He had a song called Thug Passion. He talking about like a drink called Thug Passion on my Machiavelli with the Mac 11. And he has a song called Just Like Daddy while I give it to her Just Like Daddy. Wow. So it was like a few Tupac references in just that one bar. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Okay, so now Tupac. Tupac, yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, yeah, so I, I had know. to. Yeah, I, I love Pac, man. <laughs> I would have never known, so I'm really glad I brought that up. So now that everyone knows that you can pop your shit, you talk shit, uh-huh. you, know, you feel yourself, you're, you know, you're confident, but still, you know, have like a hint of humble. I want to ask one question before we get started. Are you single? Yes. You are single. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Because I know you pop shit and I know you're single. I want you to give your like true, honest opinion on this topic we're about to have discussed today, okay? Okay, that's all you're going to get from me. That's it? That's all I'm going to get from you? Yeah. All right. Honest opinion. All right, cool. So, if I'm really interested in a guy, like prior to us going on the first date, mm-hmm. and then we go on this first date, and I'm even like, it exemplifies my interest in him. Would okay. you advise me to have sex with him or not? It depends... Do you want to have sex with him? <laughs> That's the question. Would you advise me? Would I advise? Okay, so just off rip, just so this is the first date. First date. First date. You like him? I like him. You like him, and on the first date, you contemplating on going to his place, right? Or your place, or whatever, and you know, letting him Make lay you down. Happen. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
Be honest. It's it's conditional. It's conditional, man. What is it conditional? If if you're feeling it and you feel comfortable and you feel secure, you feel like you know he's not just gonna take advantage of you. Then yeah, absolutely. Because everything is a case by case scenario, and sometimes it may be moving fast in a good way. Y'all might just have that kind of physical relationship right off rip. It don't mean it's gonna be lustful. You know, y'all just gonna be fuck buddies, but you know. If you feel that way, I say do. Okay. I wasn't expecting you to say that. But if a girl, I guess for you, let's say, does that impact how you look at her? Does it impact her eligibility as a partner if y'all have sex on the first date? Not if other realms of that relationship are already established. If we go on the first date and we establish some type of intellectual connection, emotional, and we're really talking and really feeling each other out, then no. But if we go on a date and there's really no connection outside of the physical and, you know, we just do that, then, yeah, I would just use her in that regard. Not use her, but I would just view her as a lustful lustful relationship. A lustful relationship. Uh Uh-huh. Do you feel that viewing her in that light just because she decided to have sex with you Mm -hmm. is a part of sex shaming and slut shaming do i think if i were to view her in that light is that mm-hmm. slut shaming is it sex and or slut shaming Mm-mm, i wouldn't consider nobody a slut because we all got needs okay yeah. but you would no longer view her as dateable because of it though because i didn't have an intellectual i mean what kind of intellectual <laughs> conversation can you have like off rip i guess uh, a lot more deeper than you can before you have sex. I mean, yeah, that's what you on a date for hours, right? You know, sex is only but what, 15 minutes? <laughs> Maybe seven, you know, one, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I wouldn't consider it slut shaming, though, or sex, sex shaming. You know, she wanted something, we both want something. She made her mind up and we did our thing. Okay, so why is it for most guys or other guys is such a big deal if you have sex on the first night and then you're viewing them as like, oh, I don't guess I'm not going to take her as serious as a mm-hmm. partner and I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? It typically, typically most guys say it takes something away. It's like, oh, well, I'm glad you didn't have sex on the first night because I don't know if I would look at you the same. You're like, oh, uh, but why? Because men are insecure when it comes to trust. So if I was able to sleep with you on the first night, <laughs> You know, who's to say you won't do that with everybody else? Okay. And, you know, guys look at that way. Oh, she might have a lot of male friends. Okay, who else she fucking? Oh, she might have been fucking them. You know, I think that's what we think. Okay. Well, we used to think. It's more of a, a, a younger mind state. But Okay, so you don't think... I'm trying to see, like... So what if you want to have sex on the first date? Mm-hmm. Do you... Which is often. <laughs> Damn! What? what? So I, you want to have sex on the first date, and you try her, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think she looks at you negatively because you try her? As guys look at it, as if you know, what I'm saying like, so it's just, is it reversed? You try to have sex with her on the first date, and she's like, nah, I ain't with that. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to leave a negative impression on that female, or you think she's still going to keep talking to you and keep wanting to vibe with you and grow? Honestly, no, because I think that's where you come in with the double standard. Um, or you mentioned the double standard. Like, yeah, I don't think it's not a big deal with females because they, I guess you all expect that from us, <laughs> us to be, you know, horn dogs and want to fuck and everything on the first date. So, no, I don't think so. So, and that's my problem. I was talking to my friend, and I think that's where most of my 
frustration lies is within the double standards uh-huh. of oh a guy can do this and there's no negative connotation and lasting impression as when a female does it, especially when she is younger when you're mm-hmm. dating because yeah. like that's when you're really trying to figure yourself out and learn yourself but mm-hmm. because I'm trying to figure and learn myself when I'm younger which you're supposed to do now I'm labeled x y and z and now a man is that did be like thinking insecurely about himself and mm-hmm. letting his mind run round. It's like, well, no, maybe I just really liked you, mm-hmm. you know. So now, cause I really like you, and I'm like young, trying to figure out my emotions and my thought process. Like, you know, well, why not? Why not try it? And now, cause of that, you may not want to date me because you young and I'm young. So now that young mind is going to like yeah. fuck up a possible good match, not for life, you know, but at least for a good period of time, just based off of that. Right, right, and that's just. Well, we conditioned to think, you know, like I said, as I'm a lot older, you realize that a woman has needs too. Okay. You know, like y'all got some guys, you know, you might call up, come, you know, lay it down on you or whatever. Maybe a few. Who no. knows? <laughs> well, you know, I don't really consider that being a hoe, to be honest with you. So what is a hoe? A hoe? A hoe is just somebody who just gives her body to any and everybody on demand. She don't have, yeah, she don't have no control. Like, if I hit, uh, I I might call and say, hey, what's something about to come through? Okay, cool, you know, go over there, fuck or whatever. And then she got another person, hey, I'm about to come through. You know, when anybody wants to fuck her, she open to it, you know. But I think a lady has a little bit more control. It's like when she wants it and she has a little bit more discipline. I like that word discipline. I like discipline. I like demand. Mm-hmm. I think no one ever described when someone describing or a man is describing what they think a hoe is. It's just typically, like you said, someone who's going to have sex, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not never. I never heard on demand. Right. I think that does change the playing field and the perspective of it. It's like, damn, like you said, like you, I hit you up on Friday, you have sex. Someone else hit you up on Saturday, you like, why not? Mm-hmm. Someone hit you up on Sunday, you be like, why mm-hmm. you? Damn, you know, maybe take yeah. some time to breathe a little bit. Don't be the girl. ones that was in the high school bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Get, getting the football team out of the football, soccer team, basketball team out of the way, you know. <laughs> they was on camera on the next cell, the old phones. I'll be 30 in February, man. Yeah. You know, you remember the next cell phone? The I, I do, but Nah. That was like the first camera phone. <laughs> I remember somebody showed me a bit. But never mind. That's funny. When I was in high school, I was in ninth grade, we had this random ass text list. Uh-huh. And I think like a senior or junior made it and it was just blasting everybody. Oh, just like, all the people. hoes, like mm-hmm. top hoes in ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade, the person who sucked this. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, you can't do nothing in private because nah, they're gonna talk about it. It gotta be worse now. You think so? Oh. Yeah, they got phones. Somebody could record that, upload it anywhere, send it to everybody, you know. Yeah, you're right. All we had back then was a little photo, maybe. And you weren't even brave enough to do that back then, for Yeah, real. right. But doubling back. So let's say let's say you want to have sex on the first night, right? Mm-hmm. Well, let's say she wants to have sex on the first night. Have you ever turned down sex? On the first night? Mm-hmm. I don't think I have. Why not? On the first night? 
Like the first time you have sex and I night. turned it down? Yeah, like y'all kicking y'all vibing, first day, first night, you know, she nah. might be Mm-mm. whatever, and you're just like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you respect yourself. <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> no, that's not my, she gotta respect herself. What you mean? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> you throw something at me, I catch it, baby. But <laughs> I, I feel like, my, mind you, my mind, my woman mindset, I don't know. I feel like, why can't a man just kindly and politely turn it down? Be like, you know, I'm going to go home. Or, you know, I think it's time for you to leave. I, don't, I, mm. I think that you might, we, we should wait. Like, why, 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 can't, why can't that come out of a man? Like, why can't he be a gentleman? That know? happens in movies all the time. <laughs> That's probably what I watch yeah. many fucking movies. It happens in movies all the time. Like, who? <laughs> why not realize? I mean. So I'm, why can't men practice self-control? Like, why would I have discipline for the both of us? Why can't you have discipline for the both of us? Self-control. How is it self-controlled if that's something that he wants to do? I ain't say self-control. I said discipline. Oh, discipline. I thought you just said... Oh, I said okay. discipline for the both of us. Discipline. I mean, what is he disciplining himself? You know, for the relationship. To make sure, you know, get to know you a little bit better. Like you said, you know, get that intellectual level. I, mean, I know you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You like, that's bullshit. No, no. I'm going to say it's bullshit. You can still get to know each other. How do you have sex? And I don't want to... Sound like sex driven or is everything, but it is an important part of relationship building. And sometimes that physical aspect, some sometimes things move out of order. You know, I was in a relationship where it was very physical off the rip, and we got emotional connection later on, spiritual connection later okay. on. So everything just moves in different orders for everybody. I'll That's say that. True. So you how just got to be open. How did that relationship or that situation end? What um, you just were talking about it did end. On mutual terms, or was it like I don't say toxic, but because I started with the physical first, yeah. then you know went to the like emotional side of it. Honestly, we just grew apart. Okay. Yeah, that's the only way I could put it. Wasn't nothing toxic or heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. You seem real cold-hearted. Oh no, no, it, no. We just grew apart, you know. Okay. Sometimes I, that happens. That does. So I was reading and I pulled. Um, a quote that I really like, and sometimes I feel like I'm a feminist, but anywho, mm-hmm. treating sex like a prize or an um, arbitrary milestone teaches us as in women to suppress our sexual desires for the sake of gender and social norms. Mm-hmm. Would you agree, disagree, and like, what's your whole take on that? So basically saying that, can you reread it again? Yeah. Treating sex like a prize or a milestone teaches women to suppress their sexual desires for the sake of gender and social norms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Agree? Yeah. What do you think men can do to, I don't say reverse that, but to counter that so women don't feel like the, feel the need to keep suppressing their sexual desires without it being so negative, especially at a young age? Mm-hmm. Uh, make her make her feel comfortable okay. with what she's doing because, you know, sex is very sacred. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was talking to someone, I would say about a year ago. You know, um, we we weren't as physical up front, but you know, when she finally revealed her body to me, you know, it was, you know, it was beautiful. You know, to engage and to have that type of reveal when someone opens themselves up to you physically, it's a spiritual. 
um, exercise between the two. So I would just say making a woman feel comfortable, you know, not making it seem like it's a, it's so physical, but also making it more so emotional and passionate when you have sex with them. Okay. I would say that because when we, because when we first have sex, you know, that young mind state, it's just something physical. It's just, you know, to get a nut off, but it's more, it's more to it than that. It's a connection now. I like that. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that, that was you being a gentleman, Devin. Yeah, Look see, at you. see, Look at you. see, I'm it's not. See, Devin. Right, right, man. It's different layers. <laughs> you just gotta tap into the right one. Other times, you know, you're real ruthless and cold hearted. Other times, you're real nice and man. sensitive. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bitch depending on who you ask. I think that's, right. my, that's my favorite one. Hey. Um, so, the episode that you listen to, I ain't do it. Okay. But this one. Oh, I get to pick. You get to pick. Mm. Okay. And read off the question. Mm. Hopefully some juicy questions in there, okay? Okay. How many am I picking? You're picking three, Devin. You're uh, picking three. Okay, I would have picked the whole cup. <laughs> For those of y'all who can't see, she got a pimp magic Don Juan <laughs> cup. It says, I'm the fucking birthday girl. <laughs> and it got like pink panty liner painted around the chump <laughs> and like some pink crystals bedazzling shit you know what I'm saying you don't know how many people have seen this cup hey. and no one has ever described my cup yeah. on the mic it's, it's a nice cup you use it for a lot of things more than just question holding that's all I use it for sure right. I will I will yes ma'am have you ever cried or fallen asleep during sex? <laughs> falling asleep during sex? Yeah, if I fall asleep, I never cry. <laughs> nah. I feel like I got this because I'm light skinned. How you gonna ask me if I cried? <laughs> Hell no. Nah. You picked it. How did I? I definitely fell asleep. I was so tired, man. How you fell asleep during sex? I don't know. I had. I felt. Were you drunk? No, nah, I was just so exhausted. I was in college, man. I was so tired. Had sex, man. You know, I had. <laughs> I came, <laughs> and I just fell asleep right on top. <laughs> and I was still, you know, penetrating. And she, <laughs> yeah, I just fell asleep, man. I don't know how, but she kept it going. Never <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Never. When I put this question in here, I didn't expect someone to say they fell asleep. I more so yeah. expected someone going to say, "Yeah, I cried before." No, pick another. Pick your second question. Nah, who cried? Who cried during sex? I feel like I'm very emotional. Oh, man. I never met some shit that good. <laughs> it's not even about that's like that emotional that that spiritual connection. Uh, then you're like falling in love. So it may not be like full blown. I'm like boo hooing uh-uh. in the corner, but you know I might get a little teary eyed. Mm, mm, mm. That's a woman. <laughs> that was a woman question. All right, that's <laughs> a little panty line of cup. <laughs> Ask for me if I fell asleep uh, or cried. Would you ever use bondage? That's like the uh, the Forty Shades of Grey type shit. Mm-hmm. Fifty Shades uh, of Grey, but you was close. Fifty Shades, right? Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, right, man. Party. But it's forty and fifty, so uh, bondage. Nah, I wouldn't. Handcuffs count? Yeah. Okay, yeah, handcuffs. I've used uh, handcuffs before, but like not the whole nine where you had her like tied up, hanging from the ceiling. (laughs) Nah. That ain't for you? Uh uh, uh uh. Handcuffs, yeah. Last one, let me take this one. See, I don't know. I don't know what else. I haven't 
I can do four. I can do the whole cup. Okay. Let me see. Have you ever ignored or... Oh, have you ever ignored a bad smell to have sex? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yes, man. Okay. Explain. Oh, man. It smelled horrible. This, let me tell you. I was in college, right? What's <laughs> <laughs> your shit happened in college, right? Yeah, man. Because, you know, college, it's, it's just a lot going on. <laughs> it, it didn't just happen in college. This happened several times. But sometimes, man, it'd be that fishy smell. <laughs> you said it was horrible. It was. You you never smelled fish before? I know you said, but how did you, why yeah. did you go through it? Like, I'm, walk me through the decision-making process in that quick moment. In that quick moment. Okay. We doing our thing. I'm trying not to be too vulgar on here. <laughs> I want to respect your listeners. You know, I don't want to, you know. <laughs> well, I was telling me the details, but like, what, what made you go through with it? Um, it felt good. <laughs> it felt better than it smelled. That makes this sense. This is the mind of a man. Yeah, it felt better than it smelled, man, but it smelled bad. Let me tell you something. Then she was just like, oh, you going to give me head? I was like, uh, no. Did you tell her? <laughs> nah, nah. Do you tell nah. anyone? Do I tell anyone that they smell? No. So I haven't before. So let's say that happened. Uh-huh. Okay, we'll just give her a random name of Nikki. Okay, you Nikki. You with Nikki. Nikki. Mm-hmm. Okay. It has a smell. Mm-hmm. You're not telling Nikki because you because I guess you don't want to hurt her feelings. You just don't. What's the reason you don't tell her? What's the reason I wouldn't tell her? Mm-hmm. Well, not to hurt her feelings. I I don't want to seem like an <laughs> asshole. Like, bitch, you stink. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you just I just gave her a little hint. She wanted me to eat her out. I was like, nah, I'm I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. But afterwards, she left. Like, I washed my sheets. Sprayed my mattress down, flipped it over, opened the window so that draft can carry the smell out. <laughs> opened the window and the door so that draft carried it out and like lit some incense. Damn. Yeah, man, it smelled bad, man. I took a shower, everything, man. Was like, Do you oh. tell any of your homeboys or your friends that this happened? So absolutely. you would tell them like, yo, man, I fuck Nikki. Yeah, Nikki absolutely. Shit. Especially if they know Nikki, I like, yo, yo, she stayed, man. <laughs> She smell like the wolf. And <laughs> it's so pretty down there. Yeah, 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 man. I was just like, it was wet. I was like, never again, never again. So you said you won't give her a second chance. What was the bad day? Uh, she was working all day, worked out. I don't know. And she, you came over. She that don't come home. from working she, out. I, I don't know. I had something out of working out. It don't. It ain't smell like that. I tried. I, I, I greatly tried. I kind of want to leave it with that question, but I don't know what else is in that question. Let me see. Yeah, if I could ask another one. I, I don't think that's going to be a good one. I remember, I think I know who. Have you ever lied about where you've been or were going to your partner? I feel like I don't answer this question for you. Oh, uh, see, see. <laughs> First, before I answer, since you said that, what you think my answer is? Yes, most definitely. Have I ever lied about where I was going? Or where you've been. Uh, with my partner? Yeah. The woman I'm with? Yeah. No, I haven't. What did I never cheated before. See? That's not See? cheating. That's what you get for judging. No, 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 but I'm, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there because I know I know, you know, that's where that that's where that is going. I never cheated before. I never lie. I don't lie. I don't lie. I'm big on loyalty and truth, you know. I don't okay. lie. I'm sorry, I've been yeah, pre- I've been prejudging yeah. them the whole day. Yeah, because what I need to lie for. I ain't doing nothing wrong. I don't know. Ask yeah. your friends. Ask your fellow men mates. I don't know. 
lying. Nah, I don't, I don't be lying. I've I've lied for my homeboys. How does that? Like, work? yeah, we was out. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because one of my homies, he he is the like scapegoat for all his friends. Mm-hmm. Like always. Okay. All his friends be cheating. Yeah. Man, I was so and so. That's what happens when you the single one. Uh huh. And it's just like. At what point do you... Because you're around this girl, mm-hmm. right? So y'all kicking, y'all know each other. Y'all might be in this shit for like three mm-hmm. years. You know her. Mm-hmm. You look at this girl face every day knowing that your homie is yeah. cheating. I'm loyal to the homie. You? I'm loyal to the homie. Does that bother you? Knowing um, that she's faithful and she's all mm, hugged nah, up, lovey-dovey, and nah, this motherfucker cheating on her? Nah, it, it don't bother me about her. I would more so... I have held my friends accountable with that shit. I'd be like, yo, you got a good woman at home. You need to stop fucking around. Because sometimes they have been caught okay. or, like, caught slipping. I'd be like, man, like, you really need to chill out. You really need to chill out, man. Okay. You know, but I'm not going to throw my man under the bus like, yeah, this nigga was fucking endless <laughs> bitches last night. Nah, I'm not going to do that. But I, I, I'll approach him to the side like man to man, you know. Okay. And I, I don't really feel bad for her. I just want... More so disappointed in him Because okay. at the end of the day I was friends with him before they met And if something happens I'm going to still be friends with him So I'm loyal to him But at the same time You know You got to hold men accountable with that Okay Your friends That was a good Men one. do hold each other accountable Do ya? Yeah we do But the follow through It's like do y'all listen What's I feel like That's up to them I can only say You know yeah. Chill out And if they out there Still doing their thing what can I do? So hard out here for us, you know, women who just, you know, try to find a good man and treat him right and do right by him. Mm-hmm. And you're out here being cheated on. Yeah, I'll be cheating too. This ain't about that. Oh, okay. It's not that kind of conversation. We, it's a niggas ain't shit <laughs> conversation. <laughs> not nobody. Yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, man. Yeah. But Devin never cheated though, see? Never lie. Do you think once your career starts getting bigger and your name is getting more recognizable, do you see yourself staying single right now because of that? Or do you see yourself being in a relationship and still remaining, like you said, super loyal and, you know, not cheating? I want to be in a relationship. You want to? Yeah. Really? Yeah. One of my dreams is to have kids be married. You know, I still believe in my soulmate being out there. I got to go find her. So I would want that, you know. And I'm about to be, I'll be 30 February 25th. And, you know, I've had my fun. And, like, the success and the beautiful woman coming out to me, I've had my share of woman that I thought was beautiful. Okay. So it's not going to be, like, new territory for me. Okay. So I'm very disciplined in that regard. And like I said, I don't, re- I don't cheat because I believe in loyalty. I like that. See? All men ain't shit, so I feel like <laughs> I know, see. I feel like see, I you was really, prejudging me. I didn't prejudge you. Uh huh. I really didn't. Cause I listened to your music. Cause I said you weren't talking about. You know, I would have prejudged if your music kind of told and painted that picture hey, that right, you was like right. out here doing that kind of stuff. Right. But I just gotta fuck with people. So right. you know, I gotta push certain buttons, see what reaction I'm gonna get out of you. See I know. You're gonna be honest with me. I am. And you did. So you passed. So someone listening might be, you know, your soulmate. They're like, oh my goodness. Yeah, you never know. He's like my soulmate. Hey, yeah. Look me up, Devin the Ripper underscore on Instagram. Shameless. Shameless. <laughs> yeah, Hopping yeah. them DMs. <laughs> I won't tell nobody. Yes, you will. Do you delete <laughs> DMs if someone don't respond? No. You don't. No. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm not about to go back and be like, oh, she ain't respond. It's been 24 to 48 hours. I got to delete this shit. Nah. <laughs> Who was I listening to? I think it was Party, Partisan. Uh-huh. Um, I think one of his songs, he said that he was like, I'll delete it if you know they don't reply. And I was like, damn, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> they can still see it or read it. No, you can't. Oh, like if you unsend it? Yeah. So they never open the message. Do you just delete it? If they don't like... Nah. No, because nah, it's there. That's how I felt the time being. I thought you was fine as shit. I hopped in them DMs. <laughs> yeah, a year or two later, you might read it. Be like, oh, shit, I ain't know that. Hey, the more you know. Got it, got it. Nah, I'm a little bitch. I'll delete that shit. Like, you know what? <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. You <laughs> so, petty. Like you said, 24, 48 hours, no petty. reply. <laughs> Nigga, you don't want me? You oh, go. damn. Oh. He might have circled back around a few months later. <laughs> yeah. You just missed your and opportunity. You me. I don't, hey, I don't know. You don't want to leave a paper trail. <laughs> Cause that way, when he holler at you, be like, he don't know that you interested. <laughs> well, he just know I DM'd and he don't know for what and why. So okay, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. So before we wrap up, is there any last words you want to say about your new project or anything like that? Yes, my new project. I am who I say I am. My second EP. Shout out to Kofi Cooks. He produced the whole thing. Judah. Judah is a legend. He worked on a lot of Wale's early stuff. He's been around for a minute, you know, been involved with Illmatic and all of that stuff. Shout out to Judah, my man Floyd, Debbie, everybody pushing the project. It's a beautiful project. It's very classy, good rapping on there. Um, I tell stories. I'm taking over. Lee Mack, that's my record label. Devin the Ripper. I am who I say I am. Go stream that. Hustle Season Part 2 video coming soon. You just have all the drops, right? Of course, yeah. I just love it. I'm just like, Hustle every, season part two. Coming every soon. Every single drop. But I do want to shout out to Debbie. Without her, and also Jamoris and Jukebox DC, this wouldn't even happen. Yeah, shout out um, to Jamoris so and Debbie. It was really because of them that we were able to come together today and have a kiki and you kind of opened up to my audience and showed them like why you're so great and why your music is good, but also talk about how we can just own our pussies back without feeling like we're going to be judged out here because we want to have sex on the first date if we want to. So I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. I like yeah, that. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as always, like you know, wrap it up, show your heart, and keep the faith. That love is out there waiting.